All right, welcome everybody into another stream. Uh, this will be myself and Sean Davis talking about the uh, MLB spring training and season starting, um, and giving you a base of you know how we think the season is going to go, and uh, who our top contenders will be, and uh, the the main guidelines and parameters that the MLB is going off of uh, in terms of rules. Uh, first of all. Um, spring training is scheduled to start around July 18th with the Phillies and Nationals playing. Um, it will then continue, and the season will start, I believe, the 23rd or the 24th of July. That's a Friday. So uh, put that on your calendars. Now, uh, general parameters that the MLB is going by, there's going to be 40 divisional games, 20 at home, 20 on the road. And then 20 interleague games, 10 home and 10 road, for a total of 60 games. Um, for a total of 60 games in the season. So uh, I'm gonna bring in Sean Davis into the stream, and um, we will talk about our uh, favorites. Uh, uh, this upcoming season. And, um, you know, how we expect the season to go and who are the main contenders will be um, this this year in 2020. If you all do not know, a little bit of being born in Cincinnati and living in Cincinnati for all of my childhood, uh, I have been a Reds fan ever since I discovered what baseball was pretty much. And uh, through all the good times and bad times, um, Great American Ballpark actually opened right around the time I was born. And, um, you know, I was there for the 2010 through 2013 uh, or 2015 reign of success that we had with Joey Votto, Brandon Phillips, and Jay Bruce. And uh, those were the good old days. Now we're going through a bit of a rebuild, but Sean's favorite team, the Dodgers, has been a powerhouse in the National League for pretty much all of those years and definitely all the 2010s. So he is primarily a Dodgers fan because he has family in L.A., uh, but also I think he's a Dodgers fan because they're good and uh he doesn't have the love for the game and the love for the city of Cincinnati that I do. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm a Cincinnati person. Um, if you all are are wondering, Sean and I both um, started really talking about football, but then we gradually, you know, tied each other and and um, gave each other our opinions on baseball, basketball, and and that's just expanded into this. Now, he should be joining in a minute for this. He's Now, I'm going to prepare you all. Um, thank you, Ellie Peters, for following us. I'm going to prepare you all for something that Sean may say. Uh, he, he's probably going to say the Dodgers are the favorites because they're just good. But keep in mind their losses. They did lose Hunjin Ryu and Alex Verdugo. Hunjin Ryu went to the Blue Jays. Verdugo was part of that trade for Mookie Betts. Um. Their rotation does not have David Price, as he will not be playing. And they have an aging Kershaw and, of course, the ace in Walker Bueller. Um, 
the best rotation in baseball has probably got to be the uh, either the Yankees, maybe even the Reds. I, I do think that the Nationals have a pretty good rotation as well with Serger, Strasburg, and um, Corbin. The Reds, of course, Castillo, Bauer, and Sonny Gray. And then the Yankees, headlined by Garrett Cole, but also featuring, you know, just good veteran uh, players like Paxton and Tanaka. The uh, best lineup in the MLB is probably the Yankees or the Dodgers. The Dodgers, of course, with Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and the Yankees have, you know, their their guys, Glaber Torres and Duhar's not a scrub. They have Aaron Judge and Stanton with Hicks in the outfield. They they just go, you know, really one through eight very deep. Not not many of those guys hit for great batting average, but they're all they all can hit the ball out of the ballpark, especially in the miniature Yankee Stadium, how small that is down the lines. Still waiting for my co-host to join, and there he is, Sean Davis. Welcome to the show. You're a very slick person. You didn't think I would be, but he does have a love for the game. I'm still in the Dead through my clothes, like you know. But uh, yes, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I gotta say, um, this year it looks like the Reds are having are gonna have a better rotation than you guys. Uh, I can agree with that. That I can agree with that. Bar, Gray, Castillo. Oh, <laughs> that's that's tough. That's tough. Like, ah, oh, you guys aren't gonna go anywhere. You guys aren't gonna guys, go anywhere. I mean, hey, if some of the new bats, Castellanos, Moustakis, Akiyama, if they, if they catch fire, it's only 60 games. Plenty of players have gone on 60-game uh, chairs. Like, imagine, like, that being your first three, like, in a playoff yeah, series. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, the Reds, they don't got any pitchers. They look at the rounds and oh, oh. Got to face Castillo, Gray, Ambar. Now, really quickly, sidetrack, how would you rank those three? Would Gray be last or Bar? You know, um, keep in mind, we also have Dee Stefani, who's not bad in his own right. And that five spots really up he's for grabs. Yeah, he's a, serviceable, he's a streaky pitcher. Um, I'd say Castillo is probably the best pitcher. Um, I think Bauer has better stuff than Gray, but Gray is just more consistent. Uh, Bauer was a little bit wild last year. And, um, you know, Sonny Gray, he's not as good as he was with the A's. But, um, you know, playing in Yankee Stadium, he had many down years. But then he, re- he rebounded in uh, 31 games. He had 11 wins, 8 losses, and a 2.87 ERA. So I do like that from him. Um, but, man, I love Trevor Bauer. He's, he's probably got to have the best personality in the whole MLB. Yeah. Uh, but really quickly, I believe you said you wanted to talk some favorites right quick. And then we're going over mm-hmm. to our NFL uh, power rankings. The top five. The wait is officially over, uh, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, I hate the fact that this is why you should not be on the Sports Atlanta account. I'm playing. Um, but you guys, seriously, you guys have to follow us on our social media platforms because we have some absolute crazy stuff coming for you guys uh, on Friday. Not only is RP Juice World's 
I think last studio album's dropping Friday, so I kind of feel like a jerk now because ours is dropping the same day. Um, but hey, who cares? So are we doing like AL favorites as an NL favorites or like favorites? Yeah, uh, let's start with the divisions. Um, kind of like what you're doing for the NFL. Who who do you think is going to win each division starting with the NL? Uh, starting with the NL, I'll start with the NL West. The Dodgers are the favorites until further notice. Uh, I think I've said this previously. This is like the last chance. I'm pretty sure I said that. It's almost like the uh, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of the end of the line for for a lot of aging yeah. stars and then you know ex- expiring contracts. I see what you're, yep. what you're saying. Yep. So this is almost like the last chance for the Dodgers, but they're still the favorites. Um, I'm going to skip the AL, NL Central for a second. The NL East could get interesting. I think the two biggest favorites have to be the Braves and the Nationals. Maybe the Phillies slip in and cause some disruption, but not enough so I could say they're the favorites. In the NL Central, I might say you'd probably use the Reds or the Cardinals right now. Maybe the Brewers, because if everyone's healthy, but the Reds, like we like we just talked about, one through four in that rotation, my gosh, good luck with that, especially if everybody's firing uh, and they're on their stuff. And then, like, you've already talked about the, uh, the uh, batting order, which is no slouch as well. And then the Cardinals, uh, they still get the team pretty much from last year that won the uh, – National League Central, and then in the uh, uh, then the Brewers, everybody's healthy. They're one of the favorites as well. Yeah, uh, I would also throw in the Cubs. That I would I would throw in the Cubs over the Brewers. Actually, um, the Brewers seem like a, sort of a depleted roster from their championship series. Um, you know, guys are aging. They do have the emergence of Kessin Hira, who I think will be a star in in the league or or good an all star in the league um, coming up. In, in, in his um in his years with the Brewers. But, you know, you have Christian Yelich, of course, but Lorenzo Cain had a down year. Um, he's aging. He's into his 30s. You traded away Jesus Aguilar uh, to the Rays, and he kind of heated up there with the Rays. I don't really see them having, you know, a great roster, an outstanding roster, um, but I do believe they can still contend for a playoff spot. And that's for the Cubs. They still have their core in Javi Baez, Bryant, and Rizzo. Kyle Schwarber is going to be interesting because he'll be able to DH this season. So that'll free up a spot for a defensive wizard out in the outfield. And then um, as it concerns with the the Cardinals, they lost Marcelo Zuna, um, but they do have some young pieces as well as Paul Goldschmidt, hopefully for, for the Cardinals, not for, not for a Reds fan like me, but the Cardinals are looking for him to rebound and have a better year. Uh, Batting average wise, he had, he had pretty good power numbers, but his batting average never got up there. Um, and then, you know, with the Reds, we'll, we'll see how they do. Um, I'd like to see the emergence of Nixon Zell as, as a, um, a key, uh, key piece in the lineup. Um, I want to see how Moustakis performs defensively at second. But, um, you know, we, we have guys who can hit, but we don't necessarily have guys who can play defense with Cassianos and Winker not being the greatest defensive outfielders. Um, we'll see. Aristides Aquino uh, really caught fire in this first month, but then cooled off in September. Uh, actually, majorly, I don't think he hit over 200 in September. And then, um, you know, the catching situation with Trevor, Tucker Barnhart, 
is pretty standard. We might see Tyler Stevenson, one of our prospects, come up. But um, really the question mark is the bullpen for a lot of the teams, especially like the Phillies. Phillies have pretty, pretty okay starters. And, you know, they have Harper, Real Muto, Gregorius, Andrew McCutcheon, Reese Hoskins, uh, Scott Kingery, Gene Segura, uh, Jay Bruce, Roman Quinn. But then their pitchers, their their bullpen is David Robertson, Zach Elfine, Fline. Um, they really do not have a bullpen, which really costed them last year. And they have so much money tied up in the position players that it's going to be, uh, I'd say, a struggle for them in late in games when they have to go up against some really good bullpens like the Nationals or um, or, or the Dodgers. They have a pretty good bullpen. But um, it, it, it's all up to – it's it's really it's they're they're gonna rely on their hitters a lot, which is why I don't think they'll win the East. Uh, I think the Braves will take the East pretty pretty easily. Uh, the Mets might be interesting, the Phillies might be interesting, and the Nationals, of course, being the defending champs. Um, we'll see how Carter Keyboom performs at third base, filling in for Anthony Rendon. Um, he's an exciting prospect to watch, but the Braves just have they have the bullpen, they have the rotation. And they have the lineup just to to put up to put up eight runs on you and shut you out um, at the plate. So I think they're going to easily take the East, and I think the Dodgers are going to pretty comfortably take the West. The Padres have you know some decent talent with Machado and Tatis, but they're not really in in any shape to compete. Now an interesting team is the Diamondbacks. They have you know Patel Marte, Starlin Marte, in the outfield, and some interesting players just to see. Um, in their lineup, and they might contend for a wild card spot, or if the Dodgers never heat up, then they might um, contend for that division. Um, moving on to the AL, Sean, um, who do you think is going to win the uh, AL East? That's that's an interesting division. Uh, <laughs> the AL East, I think it's I think it still has to be the Yankees. Uh, the the firepower they have on both sides. Uh, I was about to say both sides of the ball, but that sounds kind of stupid. Uh, but the the talent that this team has in the rotation and on their offense, obviously offensively, Aaron Judge, DJ LeMayhew, Giancarlo Stanton, I don't think he'll have as bad as years he had past couple of years. But man, and then Gary Sanchez, uh, the you got four guys that can hit 30 plus home runs. Three, four guys to get 30 plus home runs is crazy. And then Garrett Cole going to the Yankees makes this team possibly the best team in baseball. I think that's how big of a move it is for this Yankees team. The AL Central, probably the Twins, that's a weird division to me. The AL Central, I mean, like the Indians, they, uh, they're not, that, yeah. Um, they're depleted. Um, they lost Bauer and Kluber in the rotation. Um, they lost some guys in, in the yeah. uh, lineup. Well, and, you know, um, an interesting guy is Jose Ramirez. He could easily be a 30-30 or 40-40 kind of player, but he never really uh, he never really caught fire last year like he usually does. He seems like he always starts off the year pretty slow, but he never had that signature week or signature month of him, you know, really starting to come along, um, which is which hurt the Indians. I think you got to give that division to the Twins with their firepower. They just have they have an insane lineup. 
I'm I'm joking when I say this, but almost dead serious. Who else is in that division? <laughs> I know it's a tiger. You, you made good points. Um, shoot the the Tigers, the White Sox, the Royals. Um, oh, that's keep in mind, they they did keep in mind the Twins also signed Josh Donaldson, um, to really mm-hmm. get third base. Um, we'll see what the situation on Miguel Sano is, uh, with all of his. Off, off the field stuff going on, but um, it's it's definitely going to be a, a big season for the Twins. Now, I think the hardest in the most competitive division in all, all of baseball, honestly, aside from the NL Central, would be the AL West. You have the Angels, you have the A's, you have the Astros, who are no slouch, and the Rangers even seem to have revived some of their um, competitive. Well, with fire. the warehouse, the warehouse team. Teams, the team that's going to play in a warehouse, that team? Oh, wow. I mean, if you think about it, the Rangers, the Rangers signed Kluber. They have Joey Gallo, who broke out last year before getting hurt. Um, Noah Rosara is an interesting player. I think he has the potential to be an all-star in the league. Um, and, you know, they have a veteran, Elvis Andrews. But I think it's a three-team race. And, Sean, who do you see coming up on top of that? Uh, I still got to go with the Astros, even though they should be absolutely – uh, scrutinized at every game. They should be reminded uh, of what they did. That's disrespectful, but it still has to be the Astros. You still have Verlander. Outside of Verlander, that rotation is still kind of uh, meh at best, but you still have Altuve. You still have Bregman. You still have Correa, who told his wife, no beauty shops. This is all baseball right now. Uh, you still have um, um, crap. Like you still have all the championship pieces on offense. Springer, the A's, the A's obviously I think could could steal the division if the Astros are slipping, and Mike Trout finally has some help. I mean, sheesh. You know the in, the interesting thing with uh, Anthony Rendon signing is you remember when they signed Justin Upton? He was supposed to be the guy who protected Mike Trout. Maybe you can't walk Mike Trout as much uh, intentionally because you have Upton behind him, but he's never really produced. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll have a, a really a Trout, Rendon, Upton stretch that's going to be scary um, as a 3-4-5 piece for the uh, starting pitcher on the other team. And I do want to make a comment against about the Astros. While what they did was extremely wrong, and it definitely helped them, not them. Have, have an easy time, um, an easier time getting through the playoffs and into the World Series and winning the World Series, I do have to say one thing. They are a talented roster. And all of those guys can still hit very well. It's not like they were made from the buzzer or from uh, the garbage can, except for one player, Josh Reddick, but we're, we're not going to go to him. Um, you know, Carlos Correa, uh, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, George Springer are all accomplished and talented hitters at uh, the MLB level. And Jordan Alvarez as well. He was a rookie last year and kind of got swept up in all that, but he wasn't on the team uh, those previous years where they actually won the title. And remember, they did lose all four of their home games to the Nationals last year, which is a bit of vindication. All right. Uh, so, Sean, World Series picks. Who you got? Right now, right here. This is on the record. Official. You get it wrong. Your SH pass is revoked. No, I'm playing. Quit. Stakes are high. Okay. I think I got it. 
the Indians and the Mets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but all seriousness, uh, give me the Yankees and the Dodgers. This is the, like, my Dodgers' last chance. And the, and the Yankees, I think, are the like clear-cut favorites. I'm going to go a different route for both teams, actually. I'm going to say the Braves are going to come out of the NL, and I think the Athletics are going to come out of the AL. Oh, they, so they have a very good flipped. roster. I think okay. I think they're I I think they're better than the, they have a better roster than the Angels, despite Mike Shout's greatness. All right, we'll see you Alrighty. all in the next stream. Uh, power rankings one through five. You.